Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea, WSSP. Each and every night after the last pitch, you make the switch. Are we still saying that or no? I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, why not? Make the switch? course oh after the they last know, pitch make the they switch know where, they know where the game's at i mean that's that's mine come okay. on over we'll talk brewers and make the switch and check out tim allen on the gene wagner plumbing baseball post game show and on very special nights tim shea and then sometimes evan heffel you know, i don't know plopper. if evan still works here or not really i don't know it's how long has it been since he's been well, didn't you have <laughs> him so- yeah it's sunday Right? Do we have him Sunday? No, no, no. This past no, Sunday. we didn't. You no. didn't? No, oh. no, oh. no. He called and switched. Did the old switcheroo? The switcheroo. And, uh, oh, Mayor Mitch. Well, speaking of still work here, I went to go grab a soda out of the fridge, and there's a bottle of like the uh, like Bywater, I think it's called, and it says Kelly on it. Uh, there hasn't been a Kelly here in years, <laughs> so I don't know whose water that is. Should I throw it away? No, no, just leave it. Just it, let that, it rot. That's, yeah, that's just territory. I think people can relate to this. It's break room etiquette is is a weird thing these days in the workforce. It, it really is. I mean, you get, just leave everything alone. There'll be a Tupperware container in there for about three months. It doesn't matter. Just leave it there. Some even if you clean it up and it's all rotten and everything, some some way, shape, or form, it'll be your fault for something going haywire. Well, what I started doing is, you know how like workplaces are be like, hey guys, it's a Friday, and uh, so you can wear jeans, and that will make sure that you don't hate your life coming here. Uh, but we're also gonna have a cookout, and then after the cookout, people always buy a new bottle of ketchup and a new bottle of mustard, and then. They put it in the fridge and it just sits there forever. So anytime that there's a cookout and people Mm -hmm. put the leftovers in the fridge, I take it all home. I take the buns home. I take the ketchup home, even if I didn't go to the cookout. I take it all home because at least I'll use it. It just rots in there. I stopped cooking out at work. I used to opening day every every year. I would bring one of those indoor brat cookers into the hallway there. And just I'd spring for everything. It's just on me. It's opening day. It's yeah, a sure. mini hallway tailgate party until somebody in the, oh, I don't know, like 
50 yards away on the other side of the building said, the smoke is giving me a headache. Oh. The, you know, no, it's, pro- it's, it's probably indoor, Kelly. It's, a, it's probably it's Kelly. Same, <laughs> it that's why she's not Kelly. here anymore. Yes, that's the infamous invisible Kelly. I can't even, I, I don't, I, I've been here for eight years. I can't think of one Kelly. Um, don't look well, at me. S- I don't sales, know anybody. Sales, <laughs> sales people, they, they, I mean, they're, they come and go. You never yeah, know. Yeah, but there hasn't been a Kelly. I don't know. I don't know whose that is. All right, Tim Allen joining us here on The Fan. So this Corbin Burns situation is something that I'm trying to figure out. Do I talk about it in a logical, rational way, or do I freak out about it? Here's what the deal is. He pitched last Wednesday, which would line him up to pitch. He could pitch today, and then he could pitch on Sunday. So you can get in this last week two starts of Corbin Burns on on total rest, Mm -hmm. not, not, not extending him in any way, two starts normally of Corbin Burns. But what is happening is he's not pitching today or tomorrow. He's going to pitch on Thursday, it looks like, which then lines him up to be on full rest to start the All-Star yeah, game, just to pitch rest. in it. Yep, but yep. but to start, I think that you know, being the Cy Young Award winner uh, from last year, he'll probably get the start. So I've got this Brewers team here who's in a pennant race and in a tight NL Central race, and I've got Corbin Burns who – has giving he gives you six seven innings every time. You could use a little more run support, so these aren't guaranteed wins. But he's going to help you with the bullpen, you know, in this last final week of the season, and give you the best chance to win. It's Corbin Burns, and he is not pitching the two times that he could pitch. He's pitching one time because they're lining him up for an All Star yep. game. Yep. Isn't and- that a little weird that they're doing that? This doesn't feel like a council thing to do. Well, it it almost sort of does kind of you know baby cake the innings and the arm health and and all that which is important i i understand that but you know i i go back to why didn't he pitch in game four last year against the braves on three days rest charlie morton did i believe it was charlie morton i i think he did they went with lauer and then ashby when when burns and woody were available in the middle there they went with ashby and I, I still go back, and I never really did get the comment, the lightning rod comment as to why he didn't go on three days rest. And it was, you know, maybe a, a, a mutual thing. We talked about it, and, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff we got uh, afterwards with some comments. But, you know, it's, it's arm health, and I, I guess not knowing the inside information of, you know, everyone's arm health 100%. Maybe he's just not as durable. I mean, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. I would want, and again, this is this is bigger Brewer fan picture speaking. I would want every opportunity in this window, this infamous, we'll just call it the Brewer's version of the Aaron Rodgers window. The window is open right now to go ahead and get to a World Series. And I think you got to seize the advantage, take take advantage of, you have a stud like that, Let's get them on the bump. Get them into into a, a a pattern of every four days rest. They're used to that. But Greg Council, that is, he's always swiveled things a little bit. Off days are not only for the lineup, but for the rotation. Are just crazy things for Council. He kind of goes a little bit sideways on that. You had a Thursday Monday kind of off day situation, and 
you know, Adam McAlvey has been really big on on rotation and schedules and things like that. He's that's sort of over the years been his area of expertise. So, you know, he he had you know at times over the years wondered like they're lining it up this way. Okay, now they're going to a six man plus the off days. Now they're going five man with no off days. Kind of hard to get a grasp on it, but I. I just think it might be a, a, a durability thing and an arm health thing. Yeah, hey, I got a tweet here. It's a very convenient way to save a few innings on Burns' arm. This mm-hmm. is a very council move. I just wonder uh, who made the decision. Because he pitched, again, for those of you joining us, Corbin Burns pitched on Wednesday of last week. Today is Tuesday. He could easily pitch today. And then he could pitch uh, this weekend on Sunday. And that would line him up to pitch two more times on normal rest for him. Yeah, he would have five days rest, Bart. You're right to detect that. He would have five days rest the first time, four days natural rest the second time. It would have been two starts prior to the break. Right, but instead they're going to go, they pitched him last Wednesday. They're not going to pitch him now till likely Thursday. That hasn't been officially announced, but that'll be likely when he pitches. And then that's going to line him up to go on normal rest in the all-star game, whether it's one inning or two. And so clearly the all-star game is playing some role into this. I wonder if is Snicker managing the all-star game. I wonder if like him and council talked. I wonder if council went to Burns. I wonder if Burns is like, Hey, I I see how things line up. I'd really like to pitch in the all-star game and, and, and maybe have the chance to start. Is council giving him a favor? Is council thinking, well, you know, this is a way to do that, but also save one start. I don't. I don't think we should be at. The, I think we should be at the spot here where we need every Corbin Burns start we should should get. So I'm just trying to figure out how much do I freak out about it because they could still win. We don't know how the results are going to be. It just seems very weird that a team that's contending is putting the All Star game over these regular season games. I would. I would ask. And and maybe Tim Shea could get on this, or one of our listeners who have really been deep divers in, in getting us some information, go over the past few years to look at how other uh, stud starters have uh, have had their journey into the All-Star break. And I, I, then you could compare it. Because we to, know Scherzer uh, pitched. Well, Scherzer, he's been hurt. Is he in the All-Star game? I don't think so. Didn't he pitch? He pitched last night. Yeah, but he's been hurt all year. He's not oh, an All-Star. Yeah, he's not right. going. Okay. No. Yeah. Tim got me all sideways. I I. I just assumed. Tim's morning was ruined because he bought a donut. He interrupted the show to tell me this. He was late again? No, he bought a donut (laughs) and he bit into it and there was jelly. And he didn't expect there to be jelly. So he's been all sideways today. Like a sugar donut? Like a donut. Like a a donut donut. Just a donut. Like a donut. Just a donut. Just a vanilla donut. Yeah. Okay, I don't... Like with icing? With, yes. Yeah. yeah vanilla like icing. a circled big donut. Like, a circled big donut. Yeah. Okay. What with, are you, are with, you thinking of donut holes? No, I'm just thinking you, you got to designate. If you're going to just say donut, is it a cake donut, chocolate donut, Bismarck? Is it Long John? Is well, he it thought it was a is normal it it, I just thought donut, it was a normal. And there was jelly donut. in the donut. Iced, you iced with you, vanilla. You don't like the jelly in that? No. I do he, well, and he didn't expect it. It's like if you bite into a gusher <laughs> and not know that there's juice in there. Okay. Anyway, back to Corbin Burns. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how big of a deal to make about this. No, I, I, I think there's something here to, and again, you got to compare it to what they did on short rest in the playoffs with your season on the line last year. 
I still won't let that go. There were there was probably several different debacles in that in that series. You know, starting lineups and the way you know Woody had to take a back seat to Aaron Ashby at that time with your season online. He was ready to go. There's a lot of things that that went on in that series, and Corbin Burns, which is one of them, and. So why didn't he go when Charlie Morton, the old guy, he, he got to go? I, I don't know. I, it's got to be making sure that this – well, this organization has really uh, taken a look at innings jump, uh, six-man rotations, days off, breaks, dead-arm breaks during the season, although they'll disguise that as, as something else. And that's okay, but you know, it does seem strange that you couldn't get two starts here prior to the break and – you know, they, these guys want to actually play in the All-Star game. They do. And I, I, I honestly, Bart, I don't, I don't know if, if playing in the game is as important as just being named to the game. You know, so it, because what would you think? I mean, that's a big accolade to be an All-Star. It really is kind of cool. But then you, I guess you want to play in the game a little bit. But what does that do for your own team? That's that's all a balancing act. I, I'm not sure I know the answer. It's got to be arm health. Oh, but he's going to be one inning. I mean, he can go there for – it's not like he's going to – That might be his bullpen day or something. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean if just he goes go Sunday, throw meat. Who cares if you suck? You're in the All-Star game. Yeah, if he goes Sunday, that would be just about his – within a 24-hour period of his bullpen day. So his bullpen day would be the All-Star game itself to pitch in. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, but we're getting I, one start this week instead of two. You know, these games, these uh, we're getting down to, you know, obviously the all-star break here, six more uh, run. And these games are important. These games are important because I'm not locking out the one or two seed. I'm not, I'm not you know, that they shouldn't either. I mean, they're within a, a hot streak. That's the thing. We're waiting for a hot streak, and there will be one. There's going to be a hot streak. With, with this type of pitching, there's going to be a hot streak. So what that is, is that five in a row? Is that you know, six of seven? Is it uh, you know, eight of ten? I think that's in them. So that can't, you can't discount them the one or two seed. But to get there, you're going to look back at a lot of these games and say, man, it's that one that got us, or it's that one that got us. You know, well, yeah, like together. this week, instead of pitching Burns twice, we're probably going to see two starts from Jason Alexander. I, 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 so there's there's your there goes your hot streak. It ain't happening this week. Could have a bullpen game, you know, thrown in there as well. Uh, John's in Franklin four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Hey Johnny. Yeah. Hey, good morning, boys. Good to get on with you, Tim. I always appreciate your mm-hmm. commentary, especially after the game, uh, the last game with the Cubs. <laughs> I think you channeled a little bit of your inner. John and Franklin that that day, man, that, holy smoke! God, I was yeah, I just for whatever reason, and you you thought it was coming again on Sunday after losing the series of the Pirates, but no, it was, and and, and admittedly, Bart John, I uh, I did say this is elevated because it's the Cubs, so just I had to disclaim that. Mm. Well, I mean, we we talk about ourselves, we consider ourselves a World Series contender, and we're floundering against three teams in our division that are supposedly in rebuilds, and it just shouldn't – yeah, you're going to have some games that give you trouble. It, it, it happens, but it, it's happening way too – it's happening half the time against what should be – you know, what, what, what if some of these other, like, top-notch teams were in our division? They, they'd be up 20, 25 games uh, on this division. And, you know, I talked about this. When you can't score runs, 
you make a believer out of these these young guys on these other teams because because they know you can't score. Mm-hmm. They know you can't score. So yeah, you you do have excellent pitching, and they do walk a high wire act more often than they don't. But when you only oh. need a couple of runs, it's not like you're down four or five runs. Um, to your point, I, I think they need to line up Corbin because the, the opportunity for our Brewer to start, if, if it possibly happens where he would start the game as the Cy, Cy Young Warner uh, winner from the previous year, I mean, you've got to set that up. You've got to set that up. So you're and valuing the All-Star game over two starts? Absolutely. Oh, I, I don't think, uh, Tim, once again, where you're a little more optimistic than me. I don't think that we are uh, we are in the running for the one or two seed. I'm hoping we make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not trying to overreact. I'm just going off what I'm seeing by the point of what I'm just saying. We're, we're in a bad division, and we're, we're barely 500 in it. It, it. it defies what would logically seem as, what should be going on and what we expect out of this team, what we think they are, what they think they can be. And you're right. It's a long season and they can go on a hot streak. Like I said yesterday, the ceiling is where they are now for me. What I think the ceiling is, I think the ceiling is a a series playoff series victory. And on the bad side, they could be sellers. I don't know where this team's going. I don't know. I don't know exactly what they are. They're hard to figure out when they're rolling. They look great. But how often are they rolling? Three out of four nights, they're in a one-run ball game. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to see, you know, Corbin have a chance, and, and you got to take care of your stud because how many – let's face it, look at the game we're talking about with the Cubs. It didn't, didn't he pitch a brilliant performance? Was that mm-hmm. him? Was that the game where he had 10 strikeouts, gave up one run, and still lost? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we still got to score runs. So they're, just because he goes out there doesn't mean that our offense is going to – decide to show up that day and make, you know, some middle-of-the-road starter look like Cy Young. John, it's a, it's a great point in that you're lighting the fuse for the uh, opposition here. When when you – the book is out a little bit, and, and I'll tell you why. book is out on this offense. You see uh, Derek Shelton, the manager of the Pirates. You see David Ross. And you see these guys playing the infield in in the second and third inning. You're seeing them bunt, moving runners, sacrificing, stealing bases, hitting runs early in baseball games. Why? Against the Brewers. We all know the reason. Because if you get the lead into the mid to late portion, it takes away everything. It takes away the strength of the Brewers. It takes away Box Williams Hader. You even saw it in a one run game on Sunday. He didn't go. He didn't go to Williams and, and Hader. They were both up. He didn't go to Box. The, he was up. None of those guys pitched in that game. Yet, why? Because they were down one single run, and you see it get away from them in the ninth inning. Chichi Gonzalez, a three-run homer. That game was lost right there. Now we don't know if if Kutch would have hit the two-run home run, you know, to walk it off in the bottom of the ninth. We we like to play that game. You know, pitch sequences are a little bit different in different situations, so we just don't know. But we're seeing the opposition getting uh, some momentum by this team. And let's face it, in their last 10 games, they're 4-6 and six against the Pirates and Cubs. Okay, 10 games, throw in a couple of off days in there. You're leaning on a half a month worth of baseball where the window is, they say sample size. Okay, the sample size is like half a month worth worth a baseball 
That's just, they got, they got to turn, they'll get on a roll. It's just a matter of when. Uh, they will. I'm still going to stay confident in that. I don't have confidence. I don't, I, I'm maybe in between you and John. Like, I'm not, the word seller for me is not even in the vocabulary for the Brewers this year. But I don't, like, if the, if, if the bet was that they'll win six in a row at some point the rest of the season, I would bet against that. I don't see a hot streak with this team. I see every game's like a grind them out, frustrating, tight, one-run game. So entertaining, though. I'll give them that. Sometimes disappointing, but definitely entertaining. No, no. They they somehow do it in the least entertaining way possible. <laughs> like this, this Brewers team is off the field. They're so fun. They've got the, the glove. They've got the bell. bell they've yeah. got great personalities. And then on the field, it's like, even when they had a fun inning, that six-run inning where we thought small ball, Craig, like, apologized for not being a home run hitting team that inning. Yeah. It's like they, they, they are not exciting. They are, they are not – they are boring, and they are bad. They're not boring. Are they boring? Tim, do you think they're boring? You play a one-run game, you're hanging on every pitch. It's the bottom of the you're seventh with two rounds. And... No, they're not boring at all. Well, they're not fun. They're more – it's more entertaining when it's a close game. All right. But it's is. not like you can have like – Yeah, sure, okay, they're, they're losing. Can, I'll tell you, let me tell you about soccer. Sorry. You look at the score and it could be 0-0 and you're like, that game probably sucked. But you could also have a 0-0 game that's the most thrilling soccer match you've ever watched. And the Brewers somehow, if it's like a 4-3 game, somehow they make it the least compelling 4-3 game of all time. I don't know. I don't see it that way, Bard. I, I don't. I see, I see baseball as the, the optimal entertainment value when it is close. Well, I just – back to my point, I don't, I don't see this team having a six-win streak in them at all. Be careful when you say that. You've got Burns – Woody. Yeah, Burns, when we let, let him pitch. Peralta's going to be back. There's three stars. Any other right exhibition there. games coming up we want to rest him for? Let's, Is let's. there a charity <laughs> softball game he wants to play in August that we have to rest him for? Let's not discount Lauer's starting to get back on a roll a little bit, throwing the ball much better. There's four guys right there. I don't, you know, you get pitchers like this, and you can't discount five, six, seven in a row. Uh, real question about tonight. Jason Alexander, uh, 475 ERA, right-handed. Should he try pitching with his left arm tonight? Stop. <laughs> he, uh, the thing with him is balls in play. you got to play some defense for sure. Well, he's we can't do p- that either. He's, I know that's been slumping. But you you, you got to uh, you gotta look at the traffic on the bases with him. Finally caught up with him. You know, there's there's a lot of hits, a lot of walks in there. He was pulling a Houdini act for about four or five starts that he would just get the ground balls. He would get the big outs when he needed them. You got to play defense behind him, and you're going to have to score some runs. He's going to give up a few runs. He's he's not Burns or Woody, where you can look up at the scoreboard and it's the, the fifth or sixth inning and there's only one or two on the board. He's going to give up three or four. You, the offense, is gonna have, offense and defense is going to have to protect him. I went to the game on Saturday. I thought I saw a ghost. Oh, no, no. It was just Colton Wong playing defense. There we go. Everything went right through him. How did you do uh, uh, at the ball game? I wanted to ask you, Bart, like when you go to the stadium, what's your go-to at for concessions? Like we all have our patterns. You got to have, I got to have my peanuts, you know, whatever. I got to have a brat with stadium sauce. 
You know, some people are still raving over, you know, the stadium sauce and broth. Oh, no, I, don't, I like to mix it up. I don't have a pattern. Do you? Okay. So you do like to sample, walk around and sample things? Yeah, the other day I got uh, chicken tenders for nine bucks, and I got like nine giant chicken tenders. Okay. It was a, it was a great deal. I was I almost gave I almost wrote Mark Antonazio a check for more. I was surprised how much food I got for nine bucks. Nachos with the extra jalapenos. I always get that. That's pretty much a mainstay. So I me. did notice that um, you know sometimes when you get the brats, the bun is like basically glued on there. But if you want a real nice bun. There's pre-made brat, like not not pre-made. I'm talking about the, there's like brat that you can get with like specialty brats, and so they they make them special with the condiments on them, and you can always add to them. But then the, you actually get a real bun and not one that was like soaked in water, mm-hmm. like Joey Chestnut style. <laughs> no, but I went uh, I went to the game with my wife and son on Saturday. It was his first game. Did and, you get a, a like a ticket stub, or is this all e? Tickets. Oh, no, I don't have a ticket stub for my son's first game because, uh, you know, nobody likes ticket stubs anymore. I did see my guy Bob, and he gave us the uh, gift certificate for, for first game. Bob so, Kozlowski? Yep, yeah, we, we met him. Uh, big man. listener of the show. He may be listening right now God if you want to say hi. God bless America. He's very good. Yeah, it's excellent. But my whole thing was because it was Elmo bobblehead. It was Sesame Street Day. So we, my kid loves Sesame Street, obviously, so we wanted to give him an Elmo bobblehead. But the Brewers don't have packages where everybody gets it. You have to buy a special oh, yeah. package. Yep, yep. So we bought the special package where I got the Elmo, but then that, and I did that as cheap as possible. So we sat in the 400s, which is international waters. I hate it up there. That's where I'm spoiled. I hate sitting up there. So we sat super high to start uh, with cheap tickets, and then... I went on StubHub, and I found $8 tickets three rows above the Pirates' dugout that were normally for 135 bucks. so I bought them, and we went down there. Oh, beauty. So I paid attendance twice, but I had to because, you know, they, the, way, the way they check you when you're walking down there. Yeah, did you did you get pictures? Uh, the boys' first baseball game? and Yeah, a no, bunch I'm, of pictures, a bunch That's of video good. that I have just been like, Watching over and over. I ask him every 15 minutes, did you have fun at the baseball game? I mean, it was it was really fun. And he did very good. Uh, I, but that was the thing. I wanted – I if I'm going to take my son to a baseball game for the first time, and I don't know how much of this he'll remember, if any, but just to have that experience, I didn't want to sit up high. I, I don't want to sit up high. I wanted him to be low so he could see it. I might Honestly, Bart, my, my heart breaks over some folks that – that just can't do that. I mean, Tim, you, you and I had a conversation, I believe it was you and I had a conversation on the air about how, you know, some people, Bart guys, they, they don't get the opportunity. Number one, just being a, uh, at a major league baseball game. They just don't They're economically or w- whatever it might be accessibility, uh, their, their own personal situation. And I feel bad, you know, uh, to be in a ballpark, a major league baseball ballpark, to see a major league baseball game, I at when I was a kid, Bart, I did not care where I was sitting. It just didn't matter, and that. Well, I'm still trying to get him to like it. First of all, like I'll take him to a game in the 400s later. I needed low seats. <laughs> just the down deep seats. Well, I, well, I got him for eight bucks. 
Yeah, and and you and know, I, years ago he, you the could sausages sneak. ran right by him. You could sneak down there. Years oh yeah, ago. but you, I you could sneak because they saw me walk down with the Elmo bobblehead, and so they knew like we were from the other part of the stadium. She was ready. <laughs> she was all over me. She saw me and she was like, "I'm nailing these guys. Yeah, okay. they are not sitting down here." <laughs> I always get that usher. I always get that one who's ready to pounce. And I even had my hands full, and I like didn't make eye contact with her. But there was no way. I mean, I thought she was going to ask me to solve three riddles to get by her. Who did we did we talk to a fan in? Cincinnati? I showed her my ticket, and she's like, "Oh, sir, sir, sir." We talked to a fan in Cincinnati at Great American Ballpark where they were telling us that uh, their protocol down there is that you can move down. Now, I don't know if that's an insurance thing here in Milwaukee where, you, hey, man, you got they've got a job to do, Bart, and I, that's, that's prob- probably a, a challenge, uh, the, uh, the usher system there. But, you know, I, I don't know if it's an insurance thing. If you happen to get hurt and you're in the wrong seat, does that throw a monkey wrench into any litigation that, that might go on no, after that? No, what happens or... is if, you, if the Brewers let you sneak down consistently, they'll, they'll know that people will just buy cheap tickets and then go down there, but, and but they'll never buy the used, expensive but, ticket. But and if then not how used... is Mark going to be able to afford ticket stubs that are collector's items if he's not getting fans to pay full price? Well, but I get it. No, I understand the concept. But if they're How's not Mark going to be able the, to have the money to not inning. sign Andrew McCutcheon because he's a good fit for the team, <laughs> but to sign him because he wants he wants to be friends with a legend? How's he going to be able to afford to do that? But if it's the sixth inning and you know those seats have been empty for for two hours, I mean, why why wouldn't you? Because that well, maybe gets... we went down in the third, so I I don't know. Maybe I could have okay, snuck well, in. Maybe maybe my plan was stupid, but I'm pretty proud of it. The, the trick is getting yeah, people addicted. seats for eight bucks. <laughs> get, get get them addicted to Brewers baseball at a younger age, so when they do get older with expendable money. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm busting my ass to do it. But don't force it on him. You may not like it, Bart. No, I'm not forcing it. But I did compare it to bumper bowling. So you know when you bowl, there's gutters. Oh yeah. And I don't. I put bumpers up, so he's gonna. He can still choose not to like sports, but anytime that he strays away, he's going to hit the bumper and come back into the yep. liking sports lane. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I got some calls here. You want to stay and Go. talk yeah, with us? Yeah, I'm here. We yeah. are brought to you by Wendy's, where Tim should have gone this morning instead of getting the donut surprise that you got. The yucky donut. Wendy's has the breakfast baconator combo. They've got the hot honey chicken biscuit combo, which you did get on Sunday. And you got the medium Tobies, the side of Toby, which nobody calls it that, but we do, the little potato wedges. And I always go with the Frosty Chino. You got to get the Frosty Chino to wake you up in the morning. Does that compare with the Joe Zenzola mozzarella bites or whatever? The side of Radio Joe cheese curds? That, that was it, yes. <laughs> Tim, I brought up earlier to Bart, uh, you know, how the Brewers are playing the Twins, this, these two games here. Uh, remember... Gosh, I, I want to say, I don't remember the year. You guys took a bus up to the Twin Cities? Oh, God, yeah. Remember that? June was, of 07. There it is. 07. Did the post-game show from... Uh, we did. From Minneapolis. I just I brought that up to him. Just We were talking about old... Oh, my goodness. Bruce the Twins bus broke times. down. Yep. The AC was off. It was like the 98 bus degrees. bus broke outside. down? The bus broke down. Na- you met 98 degrees? 
<laughs> no, not well, 97. I should oh, mean. it was 98 yeah. degrees. No, yeah, oh. it was super, super hot. And no, the AC broke on the bus. And wow. then it was, oh boy, it, yeah, it was, it was a mess. It was fun. It That's about mess. as radio as a bus promotion gets. <laughs> An Odyssey station. <laughs> No, we weren't Odyssey at the time. Maybe that's that uh, was a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, Dennis is in Hammond, the great city of Hammond, just a stone's throw away from the Twin Cities, home of the legendary Shuggies American Grill and Tap House. <laughs> Dennis. I'm actually very impressed. I'm looking at Google Maps. No, you shouldn't have said that, Bart. Well, Come I'm on, honest. man. No, I've never been to Shuggies. Shuggies. <laughs> You're not missing much, honestly. Oh. Come on, Shuggies is that place you'll get a cheeseburger and fries, and they'll be, hello, doll. No, that's, that, no that's Cheap Andy's Saloon. That is, okay. no, that is Cheap Andy's Saloon. <laughs> yeah, that's Cheap Andy's <laughs> right. Saloon, right. Yep. Yep. What's up, Dennis? Hey, uh, I do have to agree with you, Bart, on a couple of things, uh, which I guess is kind of rare. Um, oh. But, uh. I do think that they are a little bit of a boring team. Um, I, you know, I, I usually hang on every pitch for better or for worse, and this year it's just kind of been, eh, you know, I'll check the score if I'm not right by the TV or whatever, which is not like me. So I do agree with that. I also think that you're right about they have to grind out all these wins. I don't know why that is. It's, it, they just can't win comfortably. Now, on the other hand, I mean, we saw what happened last year. Maybe that'll be a good thing. Maybe that'll make them battle-tested, so to speak, um, come playoff time if they can hold on. Uh, I do think that they are a good team. I don't think we've seen even close to what they can do. With that said, you mentioned it. I am a stone's throw away from the cities. I know a lot of Brewers fans that are going over tonight, including myself, but I am fully expecting them to just get railroaded tonight. Is Shuggy's and, taking and, a bus over there or what? <laughs> no, I, oh, they are Shuggy not. Shuggy shuttle. I don't think I would probably partake in that. Anyway. Oh, no? Uh, not, from, not from there. Chief not Andy's from... was. I'd be all in. All right, Chief um, Andy's will get you there. Okay. But, they, but I'm fully expecting them to get, get beat pretty good. And quite honestly, there is very few things worse. I don't care what sport than walking out of a Minnesota sporting venue after a Wisconsin team just lost to them. It happened to me this past year at the Packer game. So that's going to suck, but, you know, fingers crossed. Well, have fun, all you guys that are going. Have fun. Be loud. You bet. Take it easy, guys. Yeah, see you, Dennis. Tim, get Shuggies on the line. Call Shuggies. (laughs) See if anyone picks (laughs) up. They're the Bart Winkler Show Tavern of the Game. (laughs) Maybe we can do a post-game show from there one night or something. Live from Shuggies. Hammond's right off the highway if you're going to the Twin Cities. Uh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, next time I go up there. How far from Minnesota or Minneapolis? I mean, it's like like 20 minutes from from the border. Okay. Maybe less, maybe 15. (laughs) It's, oh, Tim, it's right in between Roberts and Baldwin. Of course. Oh, right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. I got a tweet here from Larry. Larry says, Bart is right. The team is boring. Is they, it boring? Really? They wow. mirror their boring manager. I watched Yankees Red Sox on Sunday night. There was hitting home runs. The crowd was nuts. The contrast with the Brewers was shocking. We're actually surprised when the Brewers get a hit. I watched that Sunday night game, too. Tim, I know you did, too, Shay. That was like, it, I don't know, man. I, I, I felt like the playoffs. I was it, so into it. it this game on like Sunday's night. You watched some yep. of that? 
yep, this game yep. on Sunday night. It was like incredible. I'm like, wow, baseball is cool. I had to remind myself. The crowd was into it. The music yep. was great. You know, it was a good atmosphere. The I'm sound like, some effects, places, the music, everything was just Yeah, wild. it wasn't like at Miller Park where that uh, Nicole gets on the microphone. She's like, like they they turn the microphone working when it's gruber time yeah tim my son walked into miller park or whatever it's called and his eyes just in the gate like because the most extravagant thing he's ever seen at this point he's been to the zoo but like a grocery store and and then then you go into you go into a baseball stadium Oh man, I just want most to... people never forget that moment. I just you know want, I'll never forget that moment. Just walking into the ballpark, I, I'm holding his hand, three years old, walking in the ballpark, dude. I was like almost crying, man. I was like, I'm it's, going to my, I'm going to a game with my kid. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one of the coolest things ever, and I, I think that's why this this city has bonded with that baseball team, and that's why I've always you know backed some public funding. To keep that baseball team here. I've always backed that a little bit. Not a lot. I mean, we, we shouldn't, you know, go without groceries or paying our rent or mortgage. But, you know, pitch in a little bit because you get that out of it. You do. You get that mo- those moments out of it. I can't imagine. Could you guys imagine living in a state that doesn't have a professional football or baseball or basketball team? I, I, I just, it's, that would be foreign to me. I, I just, I don't know how they, they do that. No, I don't either. Like, if you are in the Dakotas or Wyoming. Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. How's Iowa not have one pro team? Well, they got the Hawkeyes. So I really appreciate I appreciate those moments. And, and they're bigger than people think. We, we Pinch yourself, Bart. Those moments. Keep yourself a civilian once in a while. I've always said this, and, and Sparky agrees. Ain't no better way than to, to become – not a fan of your favorite team over the years than to get into sports radio. You, you, you all of a sudden you don't. You're not a fan anymore. You're just this talker. You're, you know. And it. Oh no! I think it's made me more of a fan. Good, good. Keep it that way. Hold on. Where are we? are at a baseball game. That now was see it. that that'll live forever. To forever, said, that moment will never ever go away. I said, "Where it's, are it's we?" He said, cool. "We're at a baseball game." That's super cool. Here, let me get Dustin and Racine. Dustin, hey gentlemen, that was super cute. You got a, you, you definitely got. Have you got a T-ball set for him yet? Oh, we broke it out uh, two weeks ago, <laughs> and he like didn't suck at it. I was stunned. Good. I have a like four and a half year old daughter, and we just started with the tee ball, and she was actually better when I was throwing the ball to her. Like she would just smack the tee over every time, you know. But the I trick is the trick is when you when you pitched when you pitch to those little kids, don't do this little arky thing because that's harder to time. Do it a little more firm. Keep keep the ball flat right to them. It, it works a little bit better in my experience, at least. Appreciate that, Tim. Yeah, I, I, I will definitely take that into account. But uh, I want to echo the last caller and what Bart's saying and how this team is perceived as, like, boring. Uh, More often than not, they seem to be getting in these scenarios where it'll be, you know, the bottom of the seventh, we'll have the bases loaded, we'll be up maybe 4-3, close game like you guys are saying. And they come out of the inning with a goose egg. You know, you're 
starting to get charged up for the inning. You're starting, you know, you want to see some offense. You might be yelling a little bit. You're getting, and they come out of it with nothing. And then for the rest of the game, you just feel sort of deflated. And now we're putting our best bullpen in there, and you're you're thinking to yourself, why are these guys even in here? We we were just nobody out, bottom of the seventh, bases loaded. We got the top of the order coming up, like, mm-hmm. and I feel, I think that's the reason why this team it seems boring. Because even in a close game, after that scenario, you just feel deflated. You just They're so like- frustrating that I'm coming. I like, I'm. I have a take that I want them to ban the double play in baseball so that my team has a chance to win again. <laughs> Don't you want to put like sharks in the outfield too, or in the infield? And oh yeah, I want. I don't want to ban the shift. I want uh, a moat in between the infield and the outfield so that they'd have to jump over water if they want to defend differently. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure Tim's on board with that too. That that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know? I'm, well, I'm just I'm trying to keep it entertaining. I, well, I'm all right. Uh, see, th- here's where I'm I'm confused. I get what you're saying, Dustin, and it's a great point. That Thanks, you Dustin. do feel deflated. Yep. You, you do feel deflated. It is a really good point. But when it is just a pure baseball one-run situational game or tie game, late strategy type game, that to me, and maybe I'm different. I, I dig that strategy part. Um, where it's super close, and what are you going to do here? You're going lefty-lefty, who's up in the pen? You know, how, what's the workload on these guys? What's the splits on these guys? You know, maybe that's the entertain, uh, entertaining part for me is that it's just, you know, it's the old adage, people want to see that 10-8 ball game, or there's nothing wrong with a pitcher's duel at one zip or 2-1. I mean, to, to me, they're, they're both, as long as they're close, they're as, just as entertaining to me. Got an email here from uh, Kelly. She says, Bart, love the show. How did you not remember I used to work there with you? Uh, we made out in the break room that one time. Also, it is yours. <laughs> Kelly. What? Uh, she Workplace says, Workplace conduct. She says, the Brewers are super boring. I agree with you. They won't have an eight-game win streak. So I want Maybe that should be a poll. Do you think the Brewers have a six-game win streak in them? Six plus game, yeah. Six plus game win streak. Right. There you go. I'll put Tim. it up. You don't limit that at six. Yeah, could be more. Maybe they'll win all six. Maybe they'll win all six this week without Corbin they- Burns. Maybe I'll look stupid. Maybe Chichi Gonzalez and Jason Alexander and the three catchers they have and uh, Colton Wong's ghost. Maybe they'll all get it done. You know they're in Christian first place, Yelich right? throwing balls haywire. You know they're in first place, right? Yeah, that's not by their own doing. That's it's the not Cardinals all suck. doom and gloom. It's the not Cardinals, all doom. Cardinals wasted an opportunity. Well, the Brewers did too of putting some separation in there and staying in the one-two seed hunt. Tim, they need would- to get back into that. Forget about you know what win games to to avoid a potential elimination, one and done in the playoffs. That to me should be the goal. You need to win. And that's what Craig Council said when he got the gig. My job is to win tonight's game. My job is to win today's game. Okay, get back to that. Start winning some baseball games. However you do it, you need to win some baseball games here because, you know, you you face somebody in that first round and your season, it's just in the blink of an eye, it's over. And that's when it could be chalked up to baseball. You do a short series like that. Don't put yourself in that situation when you have an opportunity to not put yourself in the situation right now. So let, let's get get back on the horse here and get back to be a, being a winning ball club because, quite frankly, 
as I stated before, in almost a half a month, they're not a winning baseball team. They're losing to far inferior baseball teams. Sorry, guys. I hate to, I hate to knock uh, you know, the Pirates and, and the Cubs as professional baseball teams, but they're far inferior than this one. Tim, would you trade Josh Hader in season? I saw that uh, yesterday piece with yeah, Nightingale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And would you trade uh, him? I, I would listen. I would listen. Everyone's got their price. Every everybody has their price. It just everything has its price. Money money talks, and and that's that. And so we'll find out what the offer is. Wouldn't you love to sit back and listen to offers? Oh man, David Stearns is going to have a blast with that. Yeah, but it's got to be like, you're not trading for prospects. you got to get bats that are going to help you win now. I saw this one trade this guy threw out there on Bleacher Report, which is, I only bring it up when it's trash because really terrible website. <laughs> Everything about it's bad. Um, and they said, or the guy said, because really, I mean, aspiring writers don't even write there anymore. It's, it's like people who just figured out how to write three words. It's really terrible. It's, it's, and they steal. It's bad. But he said Bobby Dahlbeck and two Red Sox prospects for Josh Hader. Disgusting. You can't do that. If I'm trading Hader, I need Trevor Story. Okay? I need Raphael Devers. Can, can, can we play the what-if game? And this is hypothetically. What if? What if David Stearns and Matt Arnold, they don't believe in their heart of hearts that it's a World Series deep-run team? They just don't. They don't think they got to be objective. They got to be honest with themselves. Look in the mirror and say, "Hey, what? What do you think, sir?" Um, what if they would? The, would that make it easier? As Nightingale, the, it said, while still winning the Central. No, they, still, they. I don't care. They, this is their World Series chance. It's this year, and next year, and then they're that's done. The thing. Yes, and because yeah. there is no, there is no way in hell Corbin Burns is re-signing here. There's no way. He's going to get, what, 30 a year? We ain't giving that to him. No. I would, and then Woodruff, I would agree with that. I mean, he's not going to. Freddie, I would fire my agent if I'm Freddie Peralta. You know what he's making? He's making like $3 million. No, but at that time, Bart, that was, you know, the quick route to $10 million plus. And, and in his case, it was, what, a, a five-year 15? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. $15 million, man, that. I just, Lucroy, his first $10 million deal, everyone thought it was a steal. No, but it was a steal for Luke. It was $10 million. You never have to worry about money again the rest of your life. The quicker you get to that, as some of these young ball players have, have shown us, the better. Okay, what if Burns then has turned down some negotiations heading into this year? Now, again, Mark said on the home time. opener that he has had no negotiations with any of these guys and and why not with two years of control why wouldn't you see if you could buy out some of those years and and bring the deal down a little bit make it a team friendlier deal and while while he gets a bump in his his two years of team control so that's that's i mean i find it hard to believe i'm not calling anyone a liar but find it hard to believe that there hasn't been something mentioned on both Woody and Burns to test the waters for a longer-term kind of contract. Well, they probably called Burns' agent, and they're like, uh, uh, you want to talk long-term deal? And they're probably like, can you offer 30? And Mark's like, no. Okay. I'm too busy collecting veterans that but, uh, are no good anymore, like Colton Wong and Andrew McCutcheon. And but just on, on the hater thing real quick, I, I 
I would listen. It's a recipe for winning, guys. It is. It just is. What? And now let's play the what if side on the other on the other side of the spectrum. What if this offense gets scorching hot down the stretch and into the playoffs with this pitching staff in the back end of that bullpen? Nighty night. It's over. I'm telling you, it's over. But that's a big if. It's a big if. And and people say that's a pipe dream. That's not a what if. That's that's an absolute pipe dream that this offense could get that hot. I don't know. I, I you know you win with pitching and. Oh, that's right, defense. I forgot about the defense. Yeah, the defense oh. is bad. <laughs> that will improve. They're a better defensive team than what. Well, none of them are good. Like Urias isn't playing well. Adamas isn't playing well. Yelich, I don't. He's like Yelich will make the most terrific play you've ever seen, and then he will make the worst play on the easiest play you've ever seen. Can we have a Yelich free zone this morning? Uh, yeah, that's the first time we brought him up, I think. Yeah, it is. That's, I'm, I'm proud of all of us. Yeah. Yelich. Someone, uh, someone keeps calling the uh, post-game show and saying, problem with this offense is that there are zero superstars in it. Uh, right now, yeah. I would agree. There's no superstars. There's no Goldsman Arenado. Well, the but, offense. Oh, no, 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 the no offense. offense. Corbin Burns <laughs> is a pitcher. Okay, yes, I... I... Sorry. He gets on the hill over there and throws the ball to the catcher, and then the other guys hit it, Tim. I, I, that so would be you, the got, you got jelly in your ears? I'll admit it. I wasn't <laughs> listening half fully, so I, I apologize. You're not listening half fully, and you're just going to jump in on the radio? <laughs> I, you sorry. got two radio legends having a conversation, I, I do, yes, I, and I, you're I, just going to jump in half listening? Hey, Jelly Boy, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim, I, I, I still owe you a donut, by the way. What is with you and the donuts? I don't know. I, I just... I, for years, when I would cover a game, I'd be at the South Dock, and, any, and Tim Shea walks with a big box of donuts. For my crew. Okay. I always ask Tim. I always saw him every Sunday morning. Yeah? And I said, you want a donut? He said, eh, maybe next Sunday. Well, the cigarette was more important yes, at it the was. time. Was, was Tim on the air when you called in after the Bucks? Was that him? Yes. So we've been reliving the NBA Finals this month um, because of content, mm-hmm. but also it's like a year. You know, yesterday was a year since Game Three, and I Thursday will be a year that. since wow. Game Four. And uh, Tim said that there was a after they won the Finals, he called in to your show at the time and like cried on the air. Did you? I don't. I, I don't see. Remember. Maybe. Maybe it wasn't. So I got to go. Oh, we're gonna go back. And I only find did that. the. Did I only do the first two games of I the finals? You, I thought you did the final final. No, you did the two to five show, didn't you? No, you did. What did you do? You were on in Who, the me? morning. Oh yeah, in the overnight. Um, Weren't you? I swear, I talked to you that night. Tim was on in the overnight. Oh, I know you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I started my show at five, and I, I needed like, you to stay for like twenty minutes. <laughs> So I could continue to wake up. Yeah, we did that uh, like twenty-four hour special or whatever yeah. it might have been. Yeah, but I, I was, I was, I, I, I did not listen to any. I was drunk <laughs> that night. Shocking. But I did the show. I did the show just fine. I did the show just fine. I actually do the show better after a couple of drinks the night before. When I wake up, when I don't drink the night before, and I come in here. It's like, I'm not focused. I thought you quit drinking. No, I, I did not. 
We did for a while. Though, I had it? a I had drank for a month. I didn't drink for a month, and then uh, I didn't lose any weight. So I was like, screw this. I'm on low carb now. I'm doing low carb. It's working. What do you do for exercise? Oh, uh, I watch baseball. Okay, that's a big workout. Yeah, I watch baseball. Do you lift? Get some free weights or something. I don't lift. I don't lift. These arms are. They can't handle it. <laughs> Here, t- starting the second half of the year, Bart, yeah, here's Tim. what we're going to do for you. Mm-hmm. The Tim Allen exercise. What's workout. that? You're going to do one push-up and one sit-up, okay, for every Brewers game. Starting the second half. So the first game, game one out of the shoot against the Rockies on Friday, next Friday, mm-hmm. you're going to do one push-up and one sit-up. That's all. Just one. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Next day, you're going to do two. The next day you'll do three, and on and on and on. And by the end of the season, you'll be doing like 70 a day. Try it. Just try it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to. Let's do it together, Bart. It's one a day. Nah. You increase the intervals of one. Mm. How about I do winning streak? <laughs> no. So then no. I'll, get, I'll get up to four max. No. Put on Twitter, do you see the Brewers going on a six-plus game winning streak in the second half of the season? Uh, 62% say yes, they do. I could see it with this pitching. And the the offense has got a hot streak in them. If nothing else, they've got a hot streak in them. Tim Allen, host of our Gene Wagner Plumbing postgame show. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Now I'm going to go have a smoke and do a sit-up and push-up or something. Yeah, get a nap in today? Oh, for sure. Yeah, get a nap. Yeah, okay. I took a four and a half hour nap yesterday. Four and a half? Uh huh. What'd the kid do? Uh, his uh, nana is in town, so I let her take care of him. Perfect. Yeah, it was great. Did you shut it all down? Phones off and fans on and fans were on. Yeah, my phone is never on noise, so phones off. Good. Oh yeah. Good got nap. some white noise going. Yeah, with the I got, fans and I and... use an eye pillow. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you got you got it set. No wonder you can drink every night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Tim. See you guys. See you, Tim Allen, host of our Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show, and he happened to join us just now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. You know, if you're applying for a home renovation loan, and you might be a bit anxious, go ahead and breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. And I'd also like to tell you that this is the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour. The Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour, where you can score yourself a delicious breakfast baconator. Get that side of Toby. Just get the potato wedges. You can get a nice drink. I go with the Frosty Chino chocolate. Get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. I just, hey, I, I, I'm a simple man. I just like the Swiss egg and cheese. So good. And what I mean by that is Swiss egg and sausage. Because Swiss is cheese. My mistake by Wendy's. Just a couple of uh, reads for you. Did you see our friends over in New York uh, at WFAN, Boomer and Geo? They were... Talking, and then during the show, they ran a commercial for Live Golf. And so they had they, they couldn't not talk about it afterwards. 
So, you know, Live Golf, getting all this Saudi-backed money, they've got like $600 billion to spend. You know, they're paying these golfers $15, $20 million, $100 million to come over. But they've got billions of dollars to spend. I wonder at what point, like, do the Saudis at one point try to buy a football team? Do they try to buy a, a baseball team? And the, the other owners, to get in these clubs, you got to, like, win the vote of the owners. You know, that not just anybody can own a team. You have to, like, prove that you're viable and they have to like you and all this stuff. It's a club. But you throw enough money at it, I don't know, just interesting. So we don't we are not running any commercials for Live Golf. But uh my pocketbook is always ready to <laughs> I'd love to just trash Live Golf and then they're like, "Hey, can we advertise on your show?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. The Open Championship coming up this weekend. I'm very excited for that. Tomorrow, we'll get the best plays at 8 o'clock from Nick Costos. Early golf for well, us. Last weekend, too, you had the Scottish. Yeah. yeah. And now you got the British, but they don't call it the British. They call it the Open. The Open. They call it the Open, even though we have the U.S. Open. But this is the final major of the year with the way that they moved the PGA. So and Tiger's playing in it. Tiger Woods is playing in it. Thursday and Friday will be really captivating. We'll probably just watch it live and give you uh, updates. And those updates will be brought to you by Live Golf, the greatest tour ever. Visit uh, SaudiArabia.com. I don't know. I'm Bart. That's Tim Shea. Paul Emig joining us next hour. Talk more Brewers. Talk some Bucks Summer League if you're into it. More coming up. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st.
Toyota, let's go places.